47 on Wednesday, on Wednesday uh, November 4th. No fam here today. It's just Eric. Thanks for being here. And uh, I'm not going to take up too much of your time because you're not taking up too much of the podcast. So I can see how many people listen. I can see where you're listening, at least like um, the country. Um, but uh, as you might expect or as I expected... The podcast interest and listens have been down over the last five days because everybody is consumed with the election. I'm not going to hit you with any election stuff. Uh, The last thing I saw as I was doing, as you might have noticed on Wednesdays, I try to get somebody on from the community in. And um, then we, we dive back into it with Ashley and Alex on Thursday and then Philip and Bethany on Fridays. We do have a community guest coming up in a couple of minutes because it's uh, it's another round of micro business grants, micro grants from the city of Toledo for five grand. More on that shortly. Um, but within the last 15 minutes before I grabbed debris from Ida's catering, I saw that uh, Wisconsin got announced for Joe Biden. I watched until about 1030 last night and my God, John King is a, he is a sorcerer. Forget about his his maneuverability and agility with that screen, the fact that he's not taking breaths, there's no uhs, ums, stutters. Wow, that is machine-like. Forget about artificial intelligence taking over. John King's going to take over. So I decided to put myself to bed at like 10.30 or so, and I wasn't feeling real positive. Um, I did listen to the CNN Broadcaster, I fell asleep to it and then shut it off. I woke up at 2.30 and saw that the president had said something, but there was no news, no further news from when I had fallen asleep for the Electoral College. I woke up this morning and I was like, Ugh, I was deflated. But then I read some things and apparently um, a lot of places, including my hometown, Philadelphia, I'm kind of surprised, at least in Pennsylvania, I found out they don't count mail-in votes until election day. Um, And it seems like a lot of large metropolitan areas, which would very obviously, or maybe not, obviously lean one way very heavily, and I was less deflated. So Wisconsin was called for Joe Biden, it looks like, within the last half an hour or so. But that's it. The only other election thing... I have for you is um, no surprises that uh, that Katie defeated uh, Mr. Dia in the at-large city council seat. So she gets to continue because she took over for Sandy Spang, who became part of the mayor's business committee, business development com- committee. K- Katie seems like a good addition there. Um, the levies for Toledo look like they all passed the taxes that will pay for roads and continue services. Those will keep going. The levy for uh, the Metro Park, that's going to go. And again, you know, my buddy Fred over at WSPD uh, brought up some good points. Other people as well. The more land and area the Metro Parks own, the less taxable land there is for private businesses and retail and whatnot. That makes some sense. But I think if you zoom out as high as you possibly can, well-curated nature and things to do there, especially with all the activities at the Glass City Metro Park Club, is always going to be a positive for the community. Uh, and then purely tongue-in-cheek, uh, who is it? The or- Oregon Police Chief Mike Navarre won Lucas, the Lucas County Sheriff runoff between uh, Brett Warner, the Republican, and the Independent uh, Earl Mack from the Buffalo Soldiers. And and. Mostly everywhere I went, I saw people pushing uh, Mr. Mack, and he's a good friend with Fred over at WSPD, and they do a lot of things together, and Fred's got a great cause there with uh, Mack and others and the, and the Buffalo Soldiers. 
Um, he was defeated soundly. He finished in third place. Second was Warner. Number one in the new Lucas County Sheriff is uh, Oregon Police Chief Mike Navarre. Why is that important? Because um, for like January through March, hopefully not as early as December through March, we often reference the Lucas County Sheriff, John Tharp, who is leaving that job. Why do we talk about him? He's uh, very active in the fight against opioid addiction and and DART. But December through March, hopefully, in the winter months, we're always referencing Sheriff Tharp because he is in charge of the Lucas County snow emergency levels. Stay off the roads. You can go on the road. Are you a a required worker? You can be on the road in a level three, but when it's a level one, all that stuff. Not that I have to worry about that stuff as much anymore um, without the morning show where we had to do a lot of information, but the Lucas County Sheriff is responsible for snow emergency levels. Um, it was the first time that I got back out with my buddy, my friend, my work wife, one of my work wives, Jen Wakefield. She is our director, coordinator, leader of the Lucas County Suicide Prevention Coalition. And I think since, for the first time since last fall, I don't think we did any at the beginning of this year. Because of COVID, we were not out doing any speaking engagements, which 80% of them are at schools. And schools didn't let any extra people in. But today we got the opportunity. We were invited to speak at St. Pius X. Did I say that right? I always thought it was X. But St. Pius X, uh, middle and elementary school. We spoke to the 6th, 7th, and 8th graders. Great bunch of kids. Um, met Pam. Pam, sorry, you know that it's not my fault. But here's the, here's the podcast for you. And... Um, Good luck in in the uh, the journey that you began this morning. Hi to let's see. I remember Mia's name because I called her the trauma girl, but uh, it was a great group of, group group of kids. And uh, even if it's got to be virtual or digital, um, myself, whether it be something personal or uh, on a larger scope with with Nami or with Jen and I, Lucas County Suicide Prevention Coalition, I'm always willing to do uh, some kind of speaking, whether it's my personal experiences or we dive into Suicide Prevention Coalition stuff, always available to come speak about um, positive mental health and share my experiences so that um, we can smash down that stigma. My, You know, I love my superheroes. My superpower is being able to talk about something that everybody else seems to have a stigma attached to. And those are my mental health challenges. And more and more lately, uh, I've been recognizing how much anxiety ruined my life and ran my life for far too many years in my 20s and my 30s but thanks to a new medication thanks to a thanks to the last medicate the last new medication I'm I'm good now it's funny I recognize these things like last week I hit send on something that was like hmm maybe I shouldn't have hit hit send on that and before some balta I would have been panicked I would have driven to this person's house and personally apologized in the middle of the night for hitting send on that when in reality it was totally fine, but my imagination and anxiety would get the better of me. So if I can come where you are, or where if you need me to speak to you, your group, your school, your workplace uh, about good mental health, break that stigma. I can offer you some coping mechanisms. I can offer you things that help me, but it's very likely what helps me won't help you because all of our minds are completely different. Uh, this is not like if you break a bone, the surgery is the same, the cast is the same. Our minds are all completely different. And while some things that I do might work for you, you got to find what works for you. And I'm happy to empower you to find those things. I have never offered any kind of cure. 
all I endeavor to do is to help you get over any stigmas or fears of wanting to help yourself or people that you care about. Without further ado, uh, there are more. There's another round of micro grants, five thousand dollars available from the city of Toledo. So likely a lot easier to snag than going through the uh, the big government ones, the PPP or the CARES Act loans. A lot of confusion there. Here, not so much. And uh, let me introduce. Uh, I barely know. I don't know her at all. I don't. This is the first time I ever spoke to her. Her name is uh, Bree Campbell, part of Ida's Catering. She is Ida's Catering, and I have no idea. I, well, I've already recorded it, but I had no idea what to expect in chatting with Bree. It was a great time. Sounds like her business is doing well. Maybe a place that you want to tap into after we chat with her now. Hi. Sorry to keep you waiting. No, 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 no. You do. You, you is now still a good time. Awesome. Did I make clear, like, why I tried to track you down? <laughs> well, not ex- I mean, my sister had kind of fielded the call for me. Got it. And um, she had not really good. I, I just assumed <laughs> since she forwarded it to me that it was something worth both of our while. <laughs> okay. Um, so, so tell me what you do, Eric. Well, I host an afternoon show on Q105, but this will be uh, this will be podcasted. Um, but what I wanted to catch up with you about is I'm pretty close with people in the city, and I saw that the city was offering more five thousand dollar small business grants. Mm-hmm. Um, and I I don't know how many people were going to catch that. Obviously, the news cycle is kind of crazy right now, but I, know, I knew right? that this was great <laughs> for so many businesses. And uh, I asked a, a a person at the city, I was like, "Can you give me a list of places that scored them the last the last time?" And you were on there, and you were the first one to get back to me. So I figured I would just uh, bark up your tree, and instead of um, talking to the city or me trying to explain what it's like as a small business to get one of these grants, I figure you would be the perfect person to explain that. Sure, and I, I appreciate your, your calling about uh, it. Of course, of course. So, so, I, so, yeah, we were a recipient of the first round of the EMRG grant. Um, it was for a total of $5,000 that was applicable to, you know, micro enterprises. Yeah. Um, companies that were, I think in this instance, under five full-time employees, I think was the criteria. Or was it five or ten? I can't remember. Um, but it was to be applied towards, um, you know, expenses incurred in a pretty narrow window of time um, starting March 1st. Mm-hmm. And so as a catering company, as I'm sure you can imagine, <laughs> we shut down completely yeah. for almost six months. Um, I think my last event, oh, I can tell you, I got my calendar sitting in front of me here. The last event I did was... Um, uh, well, no, I lied. It's not on here for some reason. Anyways, it was like the first week of March, something like that. And um, so we, um, oh, it was March 5th. That's when it was. Um, from there, I didn't I didn't do another event till July, mid-July. Um, so it's a really tremendous tumultuous time for us we've been in business for almost 40 years and uh you know we're family owned and operated so it's very personal to us um you know my my grandmother and my mother started this business when i was a baby and um so being shut down with zero income for you know six months uh we took a, a killing on that yeah um i would say our revenue was down oh 90% or so, <laughs> quarter quarter to quarter, 
year end. Um, Did you guys uh, apply for the larger uh, CARES Act that, that was available to small businesses? Because I know that a lot of people had a headache with that. Some got it, some didn't. I know that you had to get in there on, on time. That's yep. why I was so excited to help the city out with this, which seems a lot easier to access. Yes, it was. Um, we actually decided not to apply for the the PPP or the, the larger. Um, luckily, being that you know we've been in business for so long, we were not like totally cash strapped right in the beginning that it was like, oh my gosh, you know, uh, what are we going to do? We can't carry ourselves for three months. No, luckily, very luckily, we were not in that situation that we felt like, oh my gosh, we have to take out a loan. No, I didn't need to take out a loan. Thankfully, I didn't have any income, so, right. you know, but I was very mindful about cutting any expenses at all that were possible, you know, waste management services and linen services. So, you know, luckily all my vendors were very happy and obliged us just putting a hold to a lot of services. But obviously, you know, electric, gas, phone, internet, you know, that stuff still goes on. Yeah, Taxes basics. and insurance and all that stuff. So um, thankfully I had enough, you know, cash reserves that I thought, do I want to take out a loan? Not really. I don't really want to take out a 3.2, whatever it was, you know, um, we're going to ride this out and see what happens. And, and you know, the, the $5,000 EMRG grant was super helpful. How'd you find out um, about, how'd you find out about it? And then what, what compelled you to, 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 to apply for it? Actually, my, my dad, who's a total news nerd and watches the news like four times a day, um, called me up one day in my office doing something. I can't remember. And was like, Bree, 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 like apply for this. And I, I, you know, did the Google and just kind of looked at what the criterion for it was and was like, you know what? We actually totally qualify for this and um, applied for it immediately. Like the same day it was announced, I applied for it. So I really don't know like what the, what sort of turnaround they had, you know, there was only X amount of money for Y amount of businesses. So um, I really don't know how many people ended up, you know, with it, and um, if everyone who applied for it was a recipient of it, or if, you know, so I was really thankful that he caught that, because otherwise I would not have even known about it, and um, therefore probably, or potentially rather, could have missed out on the opportunity. It sounds like overall a pretty positive experience for you to to get the grant. It was. Sandy Sandy Spang, um, she's super helpful. Uh, you know, I mean, I've, I've worked with her on a couple other things in the past and, um, you know, she's, she's super helpful, good resource to have in, in my Rolodex. Um, yeah. she's a great lady. Yes. And it was the one that, that, uh, connected with me as things were unfolding and some of these things were available. It was trying to explain to me and to our audience, the minutia of everything with the PPP. Mm-hmm. And then when this thing came along, it seemed a, a lot easier to access. And then I know that we do have a lot of places like you guys, small businesses in Toledo. And this, this seemed like such a great opportunity. So I'm glad that they were able to roll it out again. And, and thanks for taking the time to, to chat about it. Absolutely. I appreciate your um, time. Can you tell me, I looked up the website. I only had been on, on your Facebook page, but you've got quite a nice little operation going there. We do. And I'm, I'm glad to hear you say so. Um, so currently, uh, we kind of changed gears a little, a little bit. Um, we started doing family meal packages. 
of course, we still do our normal catering stuff, but as you can imagine, those are fewer and farther between than they were a year ago. So we kind of switched gears a little bit and thought, okay, well, how can we offer our same quality products to our customers and to new customers who are, you know, looking for ways to still enjoy quality food that they may not have the time, knowledge, or wherewithal to put together themselves and and be able to do this in a safe way. Um, so we have family meal packages that we offer a couple days out of the week, normally Monday through Wednesday, um, that are pickup ready to go. Um, you know, they do have to be pre-ordered, but we have lots of options available and different a la carte things and desserts and cookie boxes and all sorts of stuff. Would I say, uh, I guess you guys would specialize in comfort food? We do. Absolutely. I absolutely would <laughs> say we specialize in comfort food done well. Like yeah. your grandmother would make. A lot of the recipes are my grandmother's, and I make them just like she did. So it's like this comfortable, warming little hug when I eat some of the food that we make here that's like, oh, yeah, I'm sitting in my grandma's kitchen. Um, I caught on there that uh, that the Thanksgiving is, is going to be an option for people. And I guess now that we've moved past Halloween, people are going to have to start figuring out the holidays. And I'm guessing you might you guys might be able to swoop in and help out with that. Yeah, absolutely. We're we're offering uh, offering rather a um, a base package that includes turkey, mashed potatoes, homemade stuffing, veggies, salad, you know, fresh freshly made baked uh, rolls and butter. Um, it's based on a four four to five person package, um, but you can add guests. So I think that's what's kind of nice about our package as opposed to a lot of other places is there's a lot of flexibility in there. You know, if you're, there might be other places that are like, okay, this package is for six people. And, okay, what if I'm having nine? You know, um, you can order it for the number of people that you are having. So, yeah, I did not. Um, I that, didn't... And you can add side dishes. You can add desserts. You can add appetizers that really, you know, make it feel like normal. <laughs> I, I didn't need to see any more numbers after last night and all kinds of, but your website, oh, geez, I know, right? <laughs> your website, like to, to give a visual of what you're explaining, you can add this and that, and, and the, the numbers, your website is super well done and very helpful and informative. Thank you. And I, I was, appreciate it. We were just redesigning it and still kind of tweaking some things. And, um, but, uh, we've been working hard on getting it, you know, uh, being a, user-friendly interface and really kind of just easy to to navigate and um I've, I've had a lot of good feedback on it so yeah, i it appreciate you saying that it looks great it even uh, even saw in there that you work with a lot of venues and there's mm -hmm. how many guests could fit in there so that that's great that you can connect people like that yeah i try to try to be as informative as possible and i will warn you normally my website is a little bit more informative than what it currently is I, there's still certain aspects that um i haven't reapplied to the new website like you know normally i have things like you know for events what the china package options and table linens and all that fun stuff and i'm just i've been so focused on the to-go stuff in the holidays that i I've neglected that end, but I will get to it by the end of the month, I'm hoping. <laughs> if I may ask, where are you originally from? Uh, Toledo, born and raised. Are uh, you my, really? My parents were born and raised, and um, I mean, I've lived away before. Um, I spent a lot of time traveling and living elsewhere, only to find myself back here in good old Toledo, and I, 
I, I missed my family, you know, it's, yeah. it's great to have, um, my sisters and my parents and, you know, I was raising my children in a city a thousand miles away and it's so wonderful to be back around my family again. And, uh, Toledo's a great town. Yeah. And it's my home now. We want to do what we can to, to stay here and stay relevant and support our community. I asked because you sound, you have a, t- to my ears, you have a hint of a Canadian accent. <laughs> I lived in northern Wisconsin for years. <laughs> there we go. That'll do so it. So that explains it. <laughs> uh, it was great to connect with you. I'm glad we got to chat. I, I didn't know what to expect in connecting with you. Like I said, I just wanted to snag somebody that scored one of the grants last time because they were so helpful. And I was hoping that this second round of offers for people or opportunities didn't get lost. So you've been great to talk with about how seemingly easy this was and the five grand just comes at you. And as I've kind of uh, shared with people, it's like the businesses that were run well are going to make it through this and the ones that weren't, it's just going to you know speed up their demise. And it sounds like you're doing absolutely great. So thanks for making, thanks, thanks for p- pivoting. It. And the food does look absolutely delicious. So, Well, I expect to uh, meet you and have you try it sometime. Yeah, uh, I, I guess uh, not, for a catering company, it doesn't matter a whole lot, but uh, did I read you're on, on, are you on Bennett Road? We are, yeah. Bennett, Bennett okay. uh, between Sylvania and Eleanor and, and kind of Northwest Toledo. Um, I know that area a little bit because uh, my my friend Mama Mary's used to be over there until they closed up shop. Yeah. Yeah. Yep, yep, yep. yep. Awesome. Anything else we can share about Ida's or anything else you want to get out there? Well, you know, just we're we're happy to customize anything. If you don't see exactly what you're looking for for the holidays, for on a normal weeknight, for dessert options, we are always happy to accommodate it and we're ever-changing. So feel free to reach out and call us or shoot me an email if there's, anything we can do awesome how far out will you guys go to 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 cater an event oh we we travel um you know i've i've gone as far as like an hour and a half we went up to to like you know we we go up detroit past detroit and down you know finley area so we do awesome well thank you again for taking a couple of minutes good luck with everything if we don't somehow connect before all this stuff happy holidays thank you thank you thanks for you take care same to you. Take, take care. Bye-bye. Uh, again, you can catch up with Bree and her people. Just look up Ida's Catering. That's what I did on Facebook. You can give them a Google. And their website really is uh, very user-friendly. There's pictures of everything. The menus are laid out nicely. Venues that hopefully we can get back to and how many guests could fill up, where you could serve them people. So this looks like great stuff, and you can take advantage of this. I know it, it is not the easiest to explain, but because uh, anything with like a .gov is a pain in the butt to get to, but toledo.oh.gov slash EMR grant. Um, so the city's website slash EMR grant, and you'll be able to go through a lot of numbers there, a lot of numbers and boxes you'll have to check, um, but you can see if you're eligible for one of these $5,000 micro grants from the city of Toledo. So this is a city thing. You don't have to go through the minutia of the, minutia of, uh, of the PPP all part of the CARES Act stuff that we went through in late spring where some people might not, didn't know, their bank didn't know about it. They didn't know how much they were going to have to pay back. Could they use it for this? This is a lot more streamlined than that. So good luck.